Hi, this is Anita Hummel, the Global Trade Gal. I have spent over 30 years living and working in Asia as part of the global supply chain. I've learned a lot of things through some very hard lessons. So if you're looking for insider tips, experiences, and other information, then you're in the right place. This is episode two, why U.S. companies still continue to buy from China. This is a question that many people ask. Why haven't the tariffs stopped all the buying of Chinese products into the United States? There are many reasons for this and why the tariffs has not stopped all the buying. It certainly has hurt it and has hurt the supply chain and it has forced many companies to look to be able to move their production to other places. But here are some of the reasons why it is not such an easy move to be able to move an entire supply chain or to be able to move your products out of being produced in China and to another place. First of all, China has a highly developed supply chain advantage. For example, for lamps and lighting, which we do quite a bit of, you can go to a China factory and there you can walk down the street and you can find a supplier that has all the sockets, the hardware, everything you need. Whereas in Vietnam, for the lamps that we produce here, we have to import almost all the UL parts from China. This is simply because the UL part manufacturers are not yet producing in Vietnam. And the question is, will they ever really move here and produce here? Probably not until there is enough manufacturing to make it worth their while. The other is that China has had a long history of manufacturing products for the United States. So a lot of factories have spent a lot of time streamlining their processes. This means that even though the tariffs have come into place, many times these factories are able to be more competitive than some of their counterparts in other parts of Asia. And this has a lot to do with their manufacturing processes and, of course, how they're able to buy products locally or be able to um, be able to buy the materials they need locally. There are just some things which are just cheaper to produce in China. And this is just, again, because China has the cost advantage. China's been producing them for a long time. Their labor is highly skilled. They know exactly how to produce it. They've got the packing. They've got all of these other things in place, which many other parts of the world do not yet have. For example, if we take the example of packaging. Over the years, Vietnam's packaging has gotten better, but it's still not as good as China's packaging. Things like foam molds are still hard to get here or they're extremely expensive. Whereas in China, it's relatively easy these days to be able to get a package with a foam mold. And so this means that China has this advantage just because there are so many great suppliers that a manufacturer can choose from and to decide to produce with. The other is, of course, China's currency, that China's currency has been able to, has is relatively steady and the currency actually has changed in favor of the U.S. manufacturer or exporter along with these tariffs. So now you can gain more money on the U.S. dollar than you have in the past. So for many of the manufacturers, this is equalized kind of a bit in that they've gained on the currency and they've lost on some of the tariffs. So they've been able to help some of the U.S. suppliers with some of the tariff costs. One of the other main reasons in all of this is something which has not been talked about a lot in the United States 
is it's very difficult to move an entire supply chain. This is because for a Chinese manufacturer to move their factory from one company country to another can actually be very costly for them. So they may decide that it's better for me to produce here in China to maybe try to give a lower price to compensate for the tariffs and make sure I'm giving very good quality so people will continue to buy from me. The other point is that the tariffs really only affect the U.S.-China trade. It doesn't affect Europe, Australia, the Middle East, or Africa, which have also started to become very viable trading companies for many Chinese companies. So this is why many Chinese factories are still able to do well throughout all of this. Now, I'm not going to say that they've all done well, because, of course, many of them have been hurting a lot. And, you know, this is because the tariffs, the pressure for um, higher labor, higher costs. It's harder for them to get the labor that they need. It's, um, you know, raw materials costs have gone up. And, of course, COVID has thrown the entire supply chain into turmoil, which we have never seen before, at least in my lifetime, in my time doing trade, I have never actually seen. But the truth is that it's very difficult for a manufacturer or even for an importer in the United States to move their entire supply chain to another country. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes time. And that new factory you're working with may not even be able to produce the quality that you need at the price that you need. So you may find that it's just easier to stay in China and to keep producing there despite the higher tariffs. And that is one of the really the main reasons why you are seeing many U.S. importers are still buying a lot of product out of China. In fact, they're buying so much product out of China that a shortage of containers is hard to get containers. And even though they're paying 25% tariffs on most of these goods, they are still able to produce and to sell a lot into the United States. So, you know, all of these factors, you know, you take into a play, you know, maybe if it just had one of them, if, if China wasn't competitive, then of course everybody would look to move to India or look to move to Vietnam. But the, really the time that it takes to set up a new supply source is huge. And this is because right now I can tell you in Vietnam, a lot of the Vietnamese factories are really overtaxed. And there's not that many huge factories like you find in a place like China. In fact, you could go into China manufacturers and you could find that they've got thousands of people working in the factory. Large Vietnamese supplier may only have 100. So it's very difficult, especially for large retailers in the United States to completely pull out of China because of many of these factors and more. And really it comes down to who's gonna offer them the best price, the best quality, and the best service, and is going to be able to supply them for what they need in the quality, the quantity, and price that they need. One of the misconceptions I wanted to uh, mention here, and this has been in the news a lot in the United States, is the fact that it's been said that the Chinese exporters pay the tariffs. No, the Chinese exporters do not pay the tariffs. Most Chinese exporters, like us, we sell FOB. FOB means that our job is to be able to get the goods to the port, and then the U.S. importer will pay for all the shipping costs. But with that being said, because of the tariffs, there have been some Chinese factories that have been willing to 
either not raise prices or keep prices steady, or in some cases even to help a little bit with the price to compensate for the tariff to be able to keep the business. If you're interested to find out more, we have written a blog on this called Why the U.S. Tariffs Has Not Stopped U.S. Importers Buying from China. We will put a link to that blog down in our description. This podcast is sponsored by Mindoro. We create, develop, and manufacture home decor and home furnishing products in Asia with a social conscience. We'd love to have you check out our blog at mindoro.com and sign up for our newsletter. We'll put a link below in our description so you can easily go there. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give us a thumbs up and leave us a review. This really helps. Thank you again for listening.